0: Good evening everybody, Uh, welcome to uh, the first PowerPoint presentation of uh, this evening. (laughs) Anyways, I'm very uh, privileged and uh, happy that I could be the first presenter tonight. Anyways, the title of my uh, presentation is Overcoming, Overcome Poverty. Uh, So, I'll start with an interesting fact. So, before I go to my main point, um, today as the male teachers were walking down the street of Ho Chi Minh, I saw, I haven't seen a McDonald's restaurant in a long time in Cambodia there are no McDonald's um, restaurants in Cambodia and for a long time I hadn't seen one and finally today I got to see a McDonald's restaurant and I, I felt very happy and thinking about money I always wondered how much money does McDonald's make per day okay so that's an interesting fact okay let me ask you a question Mr. Jeff yes Per day, how much do you think McDonald's is earning per day? Okay? <laughs> per day. So it's not billions, I'll tell you that. It's not billions, but... In dollars, in pesos. In dollars, <laughs> sorry. In, in dollars. dollars, I per guess, day, it would be around $100,000. Uh, 100000 k. Yeah. $100,000 yeah. a day. Yeah. How about... The only one establishment or the whole... Well, or the whole franchise. Oh, the whole franchise. The whole franchise. <laughs> that would be... More than a hundred dollars, hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so what's your estimate? Um, um seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, so that's impressive. Seven hundred thousand dollars. Okay, that's a lot of money. How about Mrs. Sun? How much do you think McDonald's? You know, everyone knows McDonald's, right? How much do you think they earn per day? Okay, per day per day. 1 million, 5 million, 10 million. Yes, because there's no in Cambodia. I guess. 1 yeah. mm-hmm. million. 1 million. Oh. All right. The interesting fact that I learned today that I want to share to you guys is McDonald's earn 75 million dollars per day. 75 million. It's not thousands. It's not hundreds of thousands. It's not one million. It's seventy-five million dollars per day, and here's the cash sign. And yeah, they earn a whole lot of money. With that money, let me check. You could earn. You could buy more than fifty thousand expensive computers. More than one hundred homes in New York, and in New York, one house averages about. $779,000 and 233,333 weeks' worth of groceries. Now, that's a lot of money. And yes, $75 million is a lot. Seeing these kinds of statistics and money makes me wonder if I received $75 million a day If I was the McDonald's franchise, would I be able to spend it wisely? Growing up, to be honest, growing up as a missionary kid, I used to have contempt toward money. I always held a grudge against money. Whenever I see kids buying the newest phones, the best clothes, I always question myself. Why couldn't I be like them? Why couldn't I have the money, or my parents have the money, to Allow me to buy those things, and the fact that our family was living off funds and offerings from our church was, o- was already a blow to my pride. Oh yes, this is not my current um, mindset right now i 'm very thankful, please don 't get mad i 'm very thankful that I am a machine kid. I'm, I really appreciate my parents, but before, as I was growing up, from the adolescent to um about two, three years ago, I used to think that, I used to hold a grudge against money. Now, I think of other missionary kids, not just now, maybe in the future, and I I, I ask myself, do they have similar thoughts like me? me? Do they also hold a grudge against money? Based on my observation, my answer will be yes. Uh, Shockingly, in Cambodia, in Cambodia, I know, I heard of some MKs, a few MKs, that turned to gambling just to have the chance to earn huge, easy money. Some MKs, I mean many MKs, um, strained to buy the newest phone, the trendiest clothes, the coolest products, despite their family's financial need. And through these observations, I realized that holding a grudge against money Not only MKs, but people in general, they tend to, they want to spend money even on the things that they don't need. Because they don't know how to spend it wisely. It is also a personal experience as well. And so that leads to my life goal. Uh, I pondered, I thought about my life goal and it's not really specific, but I just wrote this down. My life goal will be to either be a standard or teach future missionary kids on how to use money wisely. So I would either be a standard by having lots and lots of money and show how to use money um, while having lots of money or either teach them because if you want to teach them, you don't have to have a lot of money. You can just show how to use money wisely even with having um, even with not having that much money. And so, yes, this is my life goal. Uh, This is my vision. Um, Next year I'm going to college, and a major that I am interested in is economics. Uh, To those who don't know, economics is the study of how the economy works, and it's about money. And although it's, yes, oh yes. Although it it teaches about, I thought it was a question, sorry. (laughs) Although economics teaches about money, as a whole, it it would at least give me an insight of what money really is. And so as I learn, as I study economics, I believe that I will be able to um, further progress to my my goal, which is to um, be an influence to teach future missionary kids on how to use money wisely. How to view the value, the true value of money. And so it's, it's not really specific, um, but this is pretty much the general uh, life form. And so, speaking of bunny, um, this book, uh, I read this book, and in the introduction, there is the definition of poverty. Now, in, on Google, poverty, the de- definition of poverty is the state of being extremely poor. And when we hear poverty, it's mostly um, Physical, material, uh, so that the need of materialistic things. But in this book, I learned that poverty is rather not only physical, but also spiritual. Something that um, is caused not only by the physical surroundings, but also through mental and spiritual causes. And also I learned that the word poverty is rather... A relative term. Um, so going back to the mindset of an MK holding a grudge against money, poverty is really, um, the definition of poverty changes on how we think of what we, f- of what we think poverty really is. You know, for example, in this book, it says that a person living in this room, if they go to a rich neighborhood, then they would feel poor. They would feel poverty. And if a person living in a rich neighborhood would see Bill Gates or like, like a crazy rich person, they would also feel poor. So poverty is rather a relative term. It, it changes um, on how we define it anyways um, from the lessons, so there are about thirty four lessons, and from the lessons, the lesson that um, that i that really caught my eye was lack of contentment and here it says that discontent people so content is um, being satisfied with the Current situation, but discontent is the opposite. And discontent people indirectly admit that money is their master. What do discontent people do? They always complain about, I need money, I need money, I need money to pay my bills, I need money to buy this and this and that. It says, I need money, and it's indirectly admitting, it's indirectly saying that, oh, money is my master. It's like going after money. But, uh, says that that working for riches is useless. So like Mr. Lim said, Pastor Lim said bef- uh, to me before, instead of ser- uh, reaching for money, we should let, we should let money reach us. Okay. And so, yes, uh, that was the lesson that I learned from the book. And the lesson from the retreat is um, knowing myself. And I thought to myself that knowing myself is also knowing my surroundings. Uh, The events that are occurring around me, the people around me, and most importantly, the hardships and the obstacles that stand in my way. And, just a sec. Yes, what kind of situation I'm currently in, or the hardship I'm going through, that's part of knowing myself, in my opinion. And realizing... Yes, realizing God's calling for us is important to know. Because if we realize that all the obstacles and hardships is part of God's plan, then we would have a different mindset. We would have a different perspective on how we look at those obstacles, how we look at those hardships. So that leads to my conclusion. Yes, and after we understand that the situation that we are put in, we must realize that it is all God's plan. Almost done. And his calling for us is to get closer to him and also closer to our ultimate goal. There is no use in being discontent and having the spirit of constantly complaining about our current situation. So we have to be content. Number three, we need to be thankful and appreciate our current situation. And in whatever situation we're in, we need to appreciate. And lastly, we have to believe that everything that happens in our life, whether it's, hard, whether it's good or bad, is a part of God's plan for us to reach our ultimate goal. Thank you.